Welcome to Intrepid HR Radio, the voice of today's human resources professional, broadcasting live from Las Vegas and the 18th Annual HR Technology Conference and Exposition. Our Vegas coverage is made possible by Dovetail Software. Dovetail's Employment Engagement Suite is a SaaS-based human resource help desk and case management solution to manage and track real-time employee interactions with HR. And now, here are your hosts, Todd Schnick and Rayan Thorne. All right, welcome back to Intrepid HR, broadcasting live from Las Vegas and HR Tech. I'm your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Rayanne Thorne. Midday already of our final day of coverage here. I'm, Midday. I'm sad. We're I'm kind of sad too. It's been a hustle and a bustle for us, but it's been a great deal of fun, and I'm very excited about our next guest. I am too. But before we go there, Ann, a quick shout out to our sponsor, Dovetail Software. Dovetail Software, making things easier for the employee by making things easier for HR. All about employee engagement, real time interaction, communication with the employee in real time. Makes a difference on how the employee feels about where they work. Outstanding. Well, we appreciate Dovetail making Intrepid HR possible. Let's get to our conversation. We're joined now by Andrew Godofsky, the founder of Aspen Advisors. Andrew, welcome to the show. Thank you, Todd. Happy to be here. Well, it's good to have you. Thanks for making time to join us. Uh, based on our pre-show conversation, you've been awfully busy, so we're grateful for the time. Uh, before sure. we get into our conversation, Andrew, take a few quick minutes and just uh, walk us through a bit about you and your background, and then give us that 10,000-foot view of Aspen Advisors. What do you do? How do you serve your market? Well, sure. Uh, well, Thanks again for having me. Uh, a little bit about me. I'm a, I'm a Jersey guy. I live in southern New Jersey, just off the, the beaches of Atlantic City. Uh, and the business is based out of New York, so I split my time between both places. I'm a husband and a father, and uh, I lead a team of people who are just just amazing. Um, you know, my background, I'm a staffing guy by trade for about 10 years and made my way up through the ranks of recruiting and RPO and then led staffing for a large-scale division of Honeywell. Started my analytics business back in 2006. 2006. So what brings you to this year's conference? Well, quite honestly, I mean, and I'll, I'll steal this from, from Josh Schwede, but uh, this is homecoming for That's HR. Right. I saw that he posted that out on uh, Facebook yesterday. Yeah, but it is. I mean, so, so we've been talking about people, process, and technology for so long and human resources. And the fact is that the technology is really serving as a foundation for the process and the people. And so it's very difficult to avoid an HR technology conference like this in North America. One, because of how it aggregates all the different kinds of vendors across the different silos of HR. But I think it also draws the analysts, the vendors, and the leaders together to have a comprehensive view of the industry. Um, and it makes it really easy for people like me who work across all those spaces uh, to meet with those analysts, meet with those vendors, understand the trends, uh, and just walk around and understand what's coming up for the next year. Well, walk us through what you think some of the key the key subject matters that have been front and center here at HR Tech. What's everyone talking about, and how's that relevant to the industry? Well, we certainly are talking a lot about engagement. I mean, I've, I've had a number of analysts That's talk right. to me and say, man, what, what happened to engagement? It blew up like crazy. <laughs> and, and I think what that is, is that's actually just a lack of, you know, for we have been we have not been going after engagement really in terms of coaching and training and developing people. We've been so focused on technology for the last 10 years in HR that we forgot to be a little bit more human. 
And I think what we've done now is we've gone ahead and we've sideloaded that into it in its own vertical of engagement, which is fine because what it does is it brings back the awareness that we need to make human resources human. Um, so that's definitely a trend here. I think wellness is coming back a little bit. I think it kind of went away. Ah, hmm. It went away a little bit with the Affordable like Care that. the Affordable Care Act really scared off, I think, a lot of the SaaS vendors to breaking out from, you know, from rewards into wellness. But I think we're seeing more of the vendors now that we have the Affordable Care Act out there. First of all, we have compliance issues that are significant. Healthcare is a huge cost associated. It's almost, it's next to SGNA. It's one of the largest things we have to look at in terms of employee base, in terms of the resourcing and their expenses. And so that's really come back into the fold. I think it kind of falls, you know, we, we get distracted by talent acquisition right? He's sexy. You know, when we're talking about talent and how to develop our workforce, wellness and engagement is about taking care of our workforce. And I think that's a really nice trend that I'm seeing here. And I think the last trend is the eye candy. Wow. With the dashboards and the BI and the pie charts and predictive this, everybody's gone big data. And now not everybody can go big data, but they can certainly put a make PowerPoint. Make it look like they, they can go make big. it look like big data. <laughs> That's right. And so I, I, you know, I think what we've done here is unfortunately, I think HR tech has commoditized analytics in oh. it very quickly and said, oh, we have analytics. So yeah. buy from us. And I, and I want to be really cautious. And I know people are listening, but analytics is about data visualization and it's about storytelling. And I'm not seeing as I walk around a lot of people about storytelling and how to drive business outcomes. And that's really the message that's missing from HR tech. Anybody can make a pie chart. How are you going to make it actionable? I'm not seeing a lot of that walking around. How do we solve that problem? We got to stay vocal. I mean, I think what we're going to find is that people are going to continue to buy systems and they're going to say, this is the silver bullet. And they're going to realize it's just a bullet and we're going to have some of the same problems. But I think we've got a number of thought leaders. We've got great people who are starting to proselytize the fact that we have to link to business outcomes more. I do see companies like Oracle, Infor, some of the bigger ERP really starting to bring in the data from the other places in finance, customer service, and marketing. And that's going to become more transparent to HR. Um, but we got to be really cautious about buying eye candy. And I'm seeing a lot of it. It's easy to do. And there's an LCD screen on every single one. And they're yep. floating around with dashboards and all kinds of stuff. And you know what? An HR leader doesn't need to log into six different dashboards to know their business. Right, right. I know that, that you have had a focus on some a couple of different HR or, and recruiting technology companies, one that's close to my heart, Talent Browser, and the difference that, that those companies are making in how we recruit and bring in quality talent. Mm -hmm. um, is, is there any advice you can share for some of those companies out there that maybe have a great idea and want to, want to launch it off? They maybe don't really know how to approach it the tech-wise, or actually maybe they have the tech, but they don't have a practitioner on staff and really understand the market they're trying to sell to? Well, I think we have to make the technology very consumable. And I think we get caught up a lot in, you know, we want to make a great user interface and a great back end and all that stuff. But take a step back and say, how are people going to engage with this platform? And is it going to be really easy for them to get what they want? We get into insights within three or four clicks. If we're not doing that, if we have to configure things a lot, if we have to really sit down and have a tremendous amount of setup to get things done, 
I challenge those those up and comers to say, wait a minute, how hard have you made it to engage with your business? Right. You know, if, if, if it takes a tremendous amount of setup every time to work with a customer, you probably have designed the back end incorrectly. Um, and so I think that's a piece of advice for the newcomers. I think the other thing is let your customers really guide you. They've been bombarded with technology for the last 10 or 15 years. They know what they like. Right. You know, right. and you know, if you want to sell more, then you know, you really have to talk to customers a lot before you get started on architecture. All right. Andrew, Rayan, and I will return after this short break. We'll be right back. Intrepid HR Radio is brought to you by Dovetail Software. Making real-time employee engagement a reality for today's busy HR department. Learn more at dovetailsoftware.com. That's dovetailsoftware.com. And now back to our live coverage from HR Tech, the conference for today's talent management professional. Here's Todd and Rayanne. All right. And we're back with Andrew Godomsky, founder of Aspen Advisors. You, you mentioned, you know, some advice, talked about some advice for maybe pitfalls, areas that, that are lacking. What are some good things that you're seeing? Any, is there anybody out there that's, that's conquered a mountain and are sharing some really great pieces of technology? Oh, well, of course. I mean, there's, there's, there's great breakthroughs out there. I think what, what, I, what I do like seeing is that we're bringing consulting back into technology. It's not oh, just about the SaaS. What we're seeing is companies are hiring more sophisticated solutions uh, architects who've got more of a consulting background or a customer service focus or orientation. And that's really what's been missing. We, we went on a path for a while where here's the template of what we need to do to configure your system. Can you fill it out and send it into us? We're, we're seeing a lot more organizations, you know, have those consultants actually solution architect, not recustomize, but just help with the configuration and make it more of a change management process for the business. And I don't want to necessarily say, you know, this company's doing it better than that company. I'm, we're too objective as an advisory to really right, do right, that. Right. But, but I think that that's a key difference is the players, the athletes themselves have a different set of skills that are engaging solution architecture. And that's a big change. That's a game changer for those businesses. You, you talked a little bit about um, listening to your customer, listening to the client, and, and many organizations have established, you know, a client user board with, where they can listen to the clients and, and really take some advice from them and, and some understanding of what they're dealing with. I think there's a little bit of separation between the tech company and the techies mm -hmm. that are building this product. So is it wise for a tech company to actually hire the type of person that would be in the trenches using it? A lot of these companies dovetail for one. We have several people on staff that used to be a practitioner and have used technology in the past. Absolutely. We have a customer right now and you know, they want to kick their ATS right out the door. And, you know, <laughs> I've got 225 recruiters globally using a platform. And before I go ahead and administer that kind of a process change, which is significant across 20-some you know, countries, you know, we have to say, wait a minute, that's, that's too big. What, what are the issues? And one of the issues that they have with their ATS is they can't search the data set. Okay. Okay. They're not, so maybe that's lack of training, whatever. But where's the ATS in saying, this is clearly something that the business is going to need. There's no training online. There's no advocates at the business that are, that are teaching recruiters right. how to use the search tools. And so, yes, I think, Ryan, you're absolutely right. They have to hire people who use the tool all the time. Take a tip from the gaming industry. Right. Where are, where are, where are HR Tech's gamers? 
the people who were sitting there and just playing it all day long, running the high score <laughs> and breaking the secret codes right. and doing all that work. Because you know what? EA Sports has figured that EA Electronic Arts has figured that out. They have. Right? Take, take it. Take a cut from that industry. That is a tremendous user experience. And not only do people get addicted to those tools, they wait for releases. Think about the last release of Halo. People were lined up. They had pre-bought everything. We're not looking at, at other industries for how they actually do user experience. We're just doing our thing in, in HR tech and sitting back and hoping that everybody buys our stuff rather than saying, how do people actually engage with systems? Gaming is a really good example of that. That's well, a I'm great still example. thinking about something we were talking about right before the break, and then you and Rayanne just touched on it a minute ago. This, this idea of t talk to your actual customer because they know what they want. If I remember what you said, it, it makes me think about some conversations we've had about this general spirit of innovation at this show. Mm -hmm. A lot of buzz and a lot of excitement about the startup pavilion and some neat things happening there. But there's been two perspective two perspectives on innovation here. One is all the new things and how we can take and advance the ball down the field and do new things and try new things and new startups doing this clever stuff versus those who have said, yeah, let's focus on what we currently do and do that better. Mm -hmm. Do you have a point of view on that? I mean, I imagine that we need both, obviously, but, but is there a balance that we need to strike here? Well, I think what we need to start doing in corporate is really budget for innovation and experimentation and quite honestly, failure. So if we've got, you say you got a large scale business and you've got 120 people in HR and you go ahead, you take a cut of that and you say, well, we're going to take $400,000 for experimentation and innovation and new technologies this year. And if it falls on our face, fine. You're not going to go ahead and make anything new by hoping that you hit the ball out of the park every single time. Right. What a cliche that is, but that's right. what we do, right? right? So budget for experimentation. And then what you can do is you can start taking some of these, you know, these new startups, which by the way are venture backed. So we've got a whole stream of new capital out here that's banking on the fact that only one out of six or one out of seven is going to make it. So there's plenty of people here who are not going to be here next year or the year after that. So we have to kind of plan for that experimentation and you know, go over to the macro micros or whoever's out there and say, hey, this looks really cool. Can we experiment with you? We have a smaller budget for this, but let's see if it works. If it doesn't, fine. Learn from that. That's, that's really the takeaway, I think. Um, as you walk around and talk to all these different people, and we've heard over and over employee engagement, right? You said mm -hmm. in the top of the interview, it's come out of nowhere, it's exploding everywhere. What does HR or the technology that supports it have to do with that? Do they, are they responsible for employee engagement? Are they responsible for the happiness of the employee? I think that HR is probably responsible for the tone and developing the culture with the business leaders and then documenting that and making sure it's being executed in mass. I think, you know, HR has always really been, you know, an outsourced consultant around human capital globally. So let's keep them there. I think engagement's about the management teams and the responsibility of being a good manager and a good leader. What I like about of this particular software actually is the ability to, you know, use it as you need for your own business. But let's really put in engagement on the managers and the leaders. How are you being engaged with your employees? Are right. you doing a good job as a leader versus a person who just manages tasks? And I can kind of see that in the show. It's, you know, everyone's saying anybody can get involved and, and, and make great engagement. We need to have engagement advocates, but I think every advocate is actually a manager. Does that make sense? That absolutely makes sense. So what would you tell somebody that said, I 
don't know if I should attend this conference. What that's, would you say to him? That's bunk. You got <laughs> to get here. This is this is where it's at. There's the poll quote that's from this interview. Great, that's a great, great, it, great statement. I love it. This is what you do with HR Tech. Come here with a plan. Okay, it's overwhelming. We got several, several tens of thousands of square feet here. Everybody's got a white backdrop and an LCG, you know, you know, <laughs> screen right. and plasma, and you got Cirque du Soleil people running around. <laughs> so, have a plan. Talk with your leaders about what you're thinking about buying in the next year. Think about the experimentation, and then call up five of your friends and say, "Who are you going to go see?" Because I don't want to have to go to the same booth that you're going to oh, go that's to. That's interesting. So we haven't heard can, that. Right. That's... So can you go ahead and check out these three guys for me and you, and then I'll go check out these. And we'll just, let's go and get a beer, have a good time, debriefing about it, network with other people. What use advice. Use the engagement of, of of and the pulse of what's going on here to drive why you should be here. I've had meetings, like I said, every day, all day, back to back, but I still have time to walk the floor and then debrief my team at the end of the day saying, guys, we got to take a look at something. I think vendors too need to need to shift their focus and be a little bit more intentional about their approach to the client, mm -hmm. potential client, right? Not just, can I scan your badge? Can I scan your badge? Can yeah. I, and walk away with, you know, 300 email addresses 299 of them don't want to hear from you after they leave the show, right? Yeah. You you maybe made one really good and true connection. Yeah. So there needs to be a more intentional approach coming from this side of the aisle also, right? From inside the booth. So Yeah, I, look, I, I, I own a watch. I yeah. don't need your iWatch. I don't need your <laughs> iPad. I don't need your iWhatever. What I need is insight. Yeah. So if you want to offer, if you want to offer something to somebody, offer to have them sit down, like in, like in your booth here, yeah. and have a conversation and give them a takeaway for five, ten minutes, and give them a nugget to take home. And if if they're not impressed with that, then you're not going to get their money, you're not going to get their business, and you're certainly not going to get their referral. And this is a relationship-oriented technology business, and right. so we have to start with being, you know, real relatable. Right. So the, hey, go give me your badge, and maybe we'll send you something for free. <laughs> Come on, doesn't, not gonna happen. Doesn't, doesn't not gonna change happen. anything. We we've talked through this conversation that the the the, the theme that came out of nowhere at the show was employee engagement. So when we talk again at HR Tech 16, do you have an idea of what that issue might be in a year's time, and what, what, what what's coming down the pike? I think we have more regulation that we're not quite aware of that's happening globally. So there's a lot of issues going on uh, with the EU. Um, China's economy continues to boom and we continue to have uh, issues around trade and how we work with uh, foreign countries like China. But also we've got you know, other issues around using contingent labor. So I think what we've got here is the, the sleeper for 2000, you know, the, 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 the sleeper for 2016 is going to be risk mitigation. There's all these things that have popped up that we haven't thought of, and how are we going to react to that? Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if we show up next year, and we're seeing people talk about problems with healthcare, problems with processing, problems with um, how do we work with contingent. We have more contingent people than we ever had. How are we going to track that for you? I, I don't think next year is going to have a theme. I think what we're going to have is a lot of risk mitigation. That's important. Yes, it is. Andrew, hate to say it, running low on time. Before we let you go, how can people contact you? Should they have questions and where can they learn more about Aspen Advisors? We have a website like everybody else, myaspenadvisor.com. Um, that's a great way to get in touch with me and, and my team. We've got all our contact information out there. I don't even know my own Twitter handle. No, I'm kidding. I do know it, but I don't <laughs> use it on my phone. I, I'm a phone guy. 
I'll tell you what, you call our offices and you make an appointment, I'll talk to anybody who wants to talk to us. That's all you need. Just, all you need is a phone number. So 212-519-9913 in New York. You are the only one that's given a phone number out. That's fantastic. Well, yeah, I like to talk to people. I don't like to tweet at people. All right, good. All right. <laughs> Andrew Godomsky, the founder of Aspen Advisors. Great to have you. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks so much for being I appreciate you having me here. That's Thanks, our pleasure. Andrew. Enjoy Thank that you. Jersey Shore. All right, that's all the time we have for now. On behalf of my co-host, Ray Ann Thorne, our sponsor, Dovetail Software, and all who make this show possible, I am Todd Schnick. Intrepid HR's coverage from HR Tech will be right back. 